Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. It's been a while since I've done a solo show, so I wanted to take some time today to tell you some things that are going on in my life, um, tell you some lessons that I've learned, some things that uh, my intention is that you'll you'll be able to recognize this in your own life and hopefully be able to develop some new perceptions um, and really start to look at your situations maybe just a little bit differently like I did with what I'm about to tell you. Um, but before we get into that, I want to just remind you of a couple things. If we are not connected on social media, let's do that right now. Pause this video or pause the audio, however you're listening. Scroll down to the bottom of this page or to the bottom of the description in the podcast. Click on the links in there and all of my social media is listed there. So I would love to get connected with you. Um, if we're not connected on Telegram, please let's get connected there. That's probably one of my favorite um, apps that I use right now for social media. So let's definitely get connected there. The second thing I want to remind you of, if you're if you're not subscribed to my newsletter, um, I would love for you to go do that right now. Also, pause this audio or video and go sign up for my newsletter. You can find that on my website, sloanfremont.com. Over on the right-hand side, there's a little box. You just enter your email address. I send out an email once a week, but the reason why this is so important right now is I'm getting ready to launch a new course in the next few months, and those who are on my newsletter list are going to be the ones who get first access to it. They're going to be the ones who get the lowest price, so please sign up for that so that you're on the list. I would, I would hate for you to miss out on that. All right. So, um, so yeah, like I was saying, it's been a while since I've done a solo show. I've been doing a ton of interviews. If you've been listening, um, I'm really loving doing those interviews. I'm, I'm meeting people, all kinds of people, different people. And each conversation is a new perspective. It's a new way to think about things. It's a new way to experience your life, which is really the goal, the intention, uh, my reason for doing this show. So if you, if you listened to any of those episodes, if you have any questions, if you want me to um, talk about anything different, I would love to hear your feedback. You can email me uh, sloanfremont at pm.me also in the show notes. So um, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you, what you've learned, what you've done with what you've learned. Um, that's something Earhart and I talk a lot about on these shows, Earhart Vogel. We've done, um, we do an interview every month and we always ask, so what's the action? What are you going to do with this information? Right? Because if you're just a consumer or a collector of information, but you're not actually doing anything with it, um, you know, it's really not, you're not using it to its full potential. So I'd love to hear more about what you're doing with it and how things are changing in your life as a result. Okay. Uh, I think that's all the announcements I have so far. So I'll get into today's topic and this, so what I want to talk about today is having the things you want, but being unable to see it, like having these, like saying you want these things, but then they're actually there, but you just can't see them. I had two experiences of this in the past couple of weeks that I want to share with you. Uh, and again, I'm wondering if maybe you'll notice this in your own life where you have something, you say you want something, but it's actually there. You just can't see it based on what your, your current, uh, perception is programmed to see. So let me give you a couple of these examples and then uh, we'll talk about about the how after I give you the examples. Okay. So I 
think you all know my boyfriend was in the military. He's now out of the military. Um, we're doing the long distance thing right now uh, as we figure out next steps and what we're going to do. And he was here la- uh, the last week. He was here. And we went to, so we went to this yoga class. It was uh, like a restorative yoga, right? Where, you know, you're holding the poses for a long time. And um, my boyfriend is very joke like a, like always joking around, right? Like he's very, like, we just joke around about a lot of things. And so when we're in this class and we're next to each other, um, like every time he's doing a move, every time he's doing something, he's always like, maybe he's trying to like stick his foot in my face, or maybe he's trying to like, uh, make me laugh in some way. right. Like we're still into the class, but he's still like, we're still having a good time together while we're in this class. And so he's doing all these goofy things, right. Sticking his foot in my face, like pretending to, you know, grab my arm or maybe we're holding hands and one of the moves, right. We're, we're probably that couple that I myself would have been so freaking annoyed at years ago. And I'm like, Oh God, look at these two. Right. Um, but actually I would have, like said that because I, that would have been like what I wanted, like the type of relationship that I wanted. Right. Um, so we're in this class and we're doing this. And, and at the end of the class, uh, the instructor had given us cause it's restorative and it's at the Y and they don't really clean like their props and stuff. So she had given us pillowcases to put over the bolster. Right. So at the end of the class, you walk up, you know, and give her back the pillowcase that she brought. And as I walked up there to give her the pillowcases, she was talking to me about how my boyfriend and I were in the class. She's like, you two are so cute together. You're, you're just, you're just having so much fun back there because we were back in the corner and, you know, I started laughing and I kind of walked away. And then to the whole class, she announced, Oh, the reason why I was laughing is those two in the corner. They were having such a great time together. And their relationship is the type that all of us should strive to be in. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? Is she talking about me? Like, is she talking about me and my relationship? Like, like what? Like, I was in like the state of disbelief about it. Like, if you've listened to my show over the years, you know, uh, my struggle with relationships, you know, that's been, uh, something I've really, really worked at getting my own self in order about, uh, understanding my own, uh, things that are going on with me or understanding myself better so that I could have the kind of relationship that I wanted. And so this person, this outside person is observing us. And she's, she made this like declaration, this announcement to the whole class about how, uh, we're in this, like, we're the type of relationship that, that, people should strive to be in, right? Because we're back there laughing, having fun. We're just enjoying our time together. And I'm telling you, like, I I couldn't, like, I couldn't process that she would, that she was saying that about me at first. And and the first thought that came to my mind was, well, you should, it wasn't always like this. Like that was the negative thought that came to my mind, right? It wasn't always like this. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who cares if it wasn't always like this? This is how it is now. Like, this is what we've grown to. Like we've been through the shit, right? We've been through, we went through his deployment. We went through separation, right? We're not like in the same place right now. We went through everything when he's in the military and there's not a lot of time to spend together, right? We've been through all of this stuff. And here we are now in a completely different place. And this outsider noticed how we were together and commented about it. Like, why can't I just accept that? Why can't I just be okay with that? And so I I really thought about that afterwards because that was so, um, like it really struck me as like, wait a minute. Like I say, I want all these things, but I have the relationship that I say I want. Like, why couldn't I see that before? It was so baffling to me. And and so I started thinking about that. Like, why, why am I, why won't I allow myself to have that? Right. Why do I choose to look at other things? Really? I think for me, it's 
why do I always choose to look at it's some future date that I'm going to have the thing that I want, right? It's almost like I can never have what I want right now because I'm always waiting for some future thing. And that, that future thing is always changing, right? Well, it'll be the relationship I want when X or, okay, then maybe X happens. Okay. It'll be the relationship that I want when Y, right? So I'm always like, I'm always putting this future date out there for myself and never allowing myself to be, wait a minute. Yeah. I actually am in the relationship that I say I want. Like, like this is a really, this is what I've been wanting all those years. Like, why can't I just enjoy it and let myself have it? Right. So this thing we do with our minds, how we, we, I don't know. It's like, we block out these, these elements of what's going on around us. And we choose to focus on certain things, usually negative or, or some future thing. Like I, you know, did in my mind or something else. We focus on something else. But what, as I was sitting there afterwards thinking, like it's been here this whole time yet I couldn't see it. Right. Because I was too busy focused on who knows what something else. And I'm going to tell you this, this, that conversation with her saying that and that realization and acceptance with myself of like, wait a minute. Yes, I do have the relationship that I want. Like, this is what I want. This is how I want my relationship to be. That has completely changed how I interact with my boyfriend because I'm not like, I don't know, like I'm not seeking something else or I'm not like, like anxious about the next thing coming or anxious about the future. I'm actually enjoying where I'm at with him. I'm letting it be what it is. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually accepting that and enjoying it and trusting and believing that, yeah, this is, this is, this is it, right? This is what I want. And that is such a, I mean, it took me a long time to get here. If you've listened to my show, you know this, but I, I'm telling you this today because maybe this is something that's happening in your life. Maybe not with your relationships, but maybe with something else, maybe with the job or the, um, the family or the, I, I don't know, fitness goals, whatever it is, right? Maybe there's something in your life where this is happening for you. It's like, we won't let ourselves accept the thing for some reason. And so this realization is just, I mean, it's life-changing. That's why I wanted to talk about it today. And I want to give you one other example of this. Uh, this actually has to do with my podcast. Um, I take every once in a while, I take voice lessons because I do some voiceover work. I do another podcast, uh, part-time, uh, plus my own, which, uh, you know, I'd love doing, I've done this for a long time and, but I can always learn. There's always something I can learn. And there's, there's, Sometimes I feel like I talk too fast. Sometimes I used to, when I first watched myself on video, I felt like my mouth didn't move enough. And so I had this like hang up about, I would just watch my mouth and be like, why am I not moving my mouth? And so there was all these things, right? Like getting in the way, like, so that, um, like trying to, I don't know, trying to make me criticize myself. Like it was my own self doing this. And so I take these voice lessons and I really love the teacher because we do all this crazy stuff, right? There's like, sometimes you'll, you'll, we'll talk about things in like a different voice, like a, like, like a baby voice or like a, like I'm reading a children's book or like I'm talking to my dog, right? We use all these different voices. And the whole point of those exercises is to get you, like, get me out of my normal cadence, right? Get me out of my mind, get loosened up and get comfortable. So I had done the the first I don't know, probably second or third, maybe it was in, um, January, roughly of this year, I had done a voice lesson with her. And that's when I was just starting with the other podcast. So I was in, in some voiceover work. So I was really trying to understand how I, how my voice comes across, how I can read in different voices, how to, you know, accentuate certain words, 
my cadence, you know, breathing, all this kind of stuff. Um, and believe it or not, there's a lot that goes into this. Like, like there's a lot and I'm just, you know, I barely scratched the surface, but for professionals, there's a lot that goes into this. And so that I remember after those first, I think I might've even talked about it on here, but those first, uh, uh, lessons I did with her. It was so, it was very freeing to me to like free up my voice, do these crazy, silly things. And I remember telling her too, because I had trouble with some of the exercises and I, 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 and she was, I had this block, like this mental block. And I, she asked me, well, what's going on? I said, I know exactly what's going on. I remember when I was, you know, eight years old and my mom told me I didn't have a very good singing voice. I remember that we were sitting in the car. There was some song on the radio. I was singing and my mom looked back and laughed and said, my voice was my voice was as terrible as hers was eight years old. Ever since then, I believed I had a terrible voice. I have no idea if I do. I, you know, even in, throughout junior high and high school, when we had to be in chorus and do all the singing and stuff, right. I would never really sing too much because I thought I had a bad voice. I just believed that story. So in this voice lesson with this instructor, I'm realizing, well, I don't know if I have a bad voice. I mean, I, I'm not, trying to get out there and sing. I want to use this more for, for, um, what I'm doing on the, the podcast and with voiceover work, but, um, that storyline that had came up from when I was a kid came up again. And we, and I actually was like, I know I, okay, that's what it is. That's all it is. It's just a story. So I don't have to stick with it. I can still be, try these voices. I can be bad at it. I really don't care. Right. I'm not like my livelihood isn't dependent on if I can go, high pitch or low pitch, right? It's just, this is, I'm doing this because I want to, I want to get better at something and I want to have fun with it. I don't want to make this a chore. I don't want to make this some thing that stresses me out. I just want to have fun with it. So I decided to let go of the story of that. I had a bad voice and, and just have fun with it. Cause it's just her and I in this room, right? I don't care really. She's heard who knows what for all of her years of, of being a voice coach. So we're going through this, um, back in January and, and, you know, we had this great session. So then I went back to her, uh, probably a couple weeks ago now. And so it's been what, eight months now that I've been doing more of the voiceover work. I've been doing, uh, interviews on my podcast. I've been doing interviews on the other podcasts that I do books on air. And she said, when I came in there, she said, I was like a completely different person. I had more confidence. I was more, um, my, my cadence, my voice, I had more, just more, I was more comfortable with what I was doing with when I was reading, when I was talking and I wasn't as hung up on worrying about what other people thought of my voice or that I had a bad voice or that my mouth didn't move enough. Right. Like I, I was, I was kind of over that, I guess I just said kind of moved on from it. And it was the really interesting conversation with her because I talked about how I had been doing the work, right. I had been doing the work. I had been doing the interviews. I had been on both podcasts. I had been doing the voiceover work. I'd been trying things, trying different things, playing around with things. I'd been doing some voice exercises that she had given me before. I was doing all the things I was as you know, the, the, the phrase goes, uh, chop wood and carry water, right? The day-to-day things like even on the days when I didn't feel about, feel like it, even on the days I was tired, even on the days people didn't show up for interviews, right? I still kept going and I still kept doing it. I still, I, I just kept doing it. And she was talking about how, because when I had originally came in to, her, to visit with her, I said, I want to do this. I want to uh, have this as I want to earn income from this, right? I want to be able to have a business from this, which is what I'm doing. And I didn't realize that until I was in there with her because she said, I, I said, I can't even remember how it came up, but she said, well, you're doing it. You're doing the thing that you told me you wanted to come in here and do. 
And I'm like, you're right. Like what, why was I like, I was looking at it as until I was again, some future date down the road, right. That, Oh, when I get to this part point, right. When I have this many subscribers or this many downloads, or I earn this much money, then it will mean that I'm quote really doing it. But for now, I'm just kind of playing around and practicing or, you know, whatever. And then it's like, wait a minute. No, no, this is the thing like day to day. This is the thing. This is the thing that I'm doing. This is the day-to-day action, showing up, putting in the work, doing the exercises, doing the interviews, rescheduling the interviews when people don't show up. This is the thing that I said that I want and I'm doing it and I'm having it. Yet until that moment with her talking about that, I didn't realize that. I was, I don't know. I was not looking. Again, my perception was if it it wasn't going to be until some future date that I was allowing myself to have it or that it would be real or official when all along it is real and official because I'm doing it. I'm doing all the things that I said I wanted to do. So again, another example of having the thing that I want, but I wasn't able to see it in that way. I was looking at it as some other thing as again, as some future thing or something else, but I have the thing that I want. Just like with my relationship with my boyfriend, I have the thing that I want. And it took two people Pointing, seeing it from the observer, you know, observing from the outside, not tied into the situation at all, commenting to me about that for me to understand and realize that, wait a minute, I have two big things that I said, you know, that I, I've written down for years that I've said I wanted. I have those things. I finally have those things. So am I going to allow myself to have them? Right. And again, without how it changed with my boyfriend, it, it changed my view of how I do the show. It changed my view of how I show up for the interviews. It changed my view of how I handle my finances for the business, right? Because I have the thing that I want. I am finally allowing myself, like admitting that to myself, accepting that and not telling myself it's some future far off date. So having having what you want, but being unable to see it. The reason why I bring this up is, I mean, many reasons, but it's annoying. It has always been annoying to me, that phrase, everything you want is already here because I never understood it until now. I never understood it because as I've been going through my spiritual journey, my own life path, my thought was, well, if I had the thing that I that I wanted, it would, I would see it, right? It would, I would see it, but what I've realized, and, and again, why I do this show, why we talk about all these things every week to week to week, why I show up and do this, because with the way our world is, with the way we're taught, with the way society is, our family, all of these external forces, which are not to put any of us in victim mode or anything like that, but it's just not like second, it's just not like our natural way to see the things that we say we want. Our natural way is to see the anxiety, the fear, the stress, you know, whatever, all of the negative things. That's just naturally how we show up unless we're willing to do the work and see the other side, see the other perspectives, change our, understand that we don't, we're not all of our thoughts. We don't have to, all of our thoughts aren't even true. We don't have to believe them. There is a different way. There's a level of effort required in this. There is a level of commitment to yourself required in this. There is a willingness to try things, fall down, get up and try again. All of that go, and there's a lot more obviously, but all of that goes into this, this life path that we're on and this choice, this commitment to ourselves to see things differently so that we can open up our perspectives and recognize those things that are in our lives that we want 
that we're not in the state of struggle or not in this place of like having to, you know, it's always some future date like I was doing. Right. So I'm going to, I'm, I, 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 today I just did an interview, which is going to run next week with, um, two people who wrote a book. It's called Typhoon Honey. The only way out is through the authors are Chris Gorell and Candace Sogren. And we're going to talk about this more in the episode that's going to run next week, because we, we get into this about the, about how our mind works. Uh, there's the reticulator, reticular activator, I think is what it's called, where it, it basically is like your mind filters out things that it deems unimportant because there's so much coming in, right? We can't possibly process every single element of everything all the time. So our, our brain has this way of filtering things out that we deem unimportant. So if we haven't gotten clear about our vision, if we haven't gotten clear about what we want, if we're in some sort of like chaos about that, where we, we know we don't want certain things, but we're not really clear on what we want. We, our mind isn't going to pick up on, on what it, because it doesn't know what to pick up on, right? It doesn't know to pick up on, Hey, this is important to me. I want this thing. So let's start paying attention to that, right? Because the thing could be there. But because you're paying attention to the fear or the stress or the anxiety, you're not able to pick up on the thing that it is that you want. So you'll make sure to tune in next week on this episode because we're, we're going to go into this in, in greater detail. And uh, Chris and Candace have a lot of experience with this. But I, I, I just bring this up today because this is another example of why it's so important to get very, very clear about what you want in your life. Um, it's very easy to know what you don't want and that's fine. But on the other side of that, you have to know what you do want. You have to know what you're working towards. You have to know uh, what it is that you want for you, not anybody else, what you want in your life. Because once you get that clarity, once you have that, that vision and that, um, that, mental clarity of what it is, then the mind knows what to focus on. It's going to know to start focusing in on those things that you say you want instead of the fear or the chaos or whatever. There's a clear path. There's a, there's, there's clear directions of where to take your mind. And we are the ones that are in control of that. We're the one that set that. And if we don't set it, it gets set for us by whatever we consume around us, uh, society, advertisements, social media, TV, all of that stuff, get, it, it'll get set for you. So the, it's another reminder of the importance of getting very clear about your vision, visions about what you want your life to be like, what you want and, and what, what you actually, you know, how do you want to experience your world? And as I'm talking about this, I have my vision board right here. It's, and it's actually on my other screen over here because when we know what we want, we can see the opportunities when they come up. We know when we know what we want, we can see that we're in the relationship that we say we want. When we're clear about what we want, we can see that the, the business that we started, where it started and where it is now is exactly the thing that we said that we want. We actually created the thing that we said that we want. But if we don't allow our perception to open up, expand and see something different, we will always feel like we're, we're waiting for some future event to actually arrive at the place that we say we want to be. So it's a lot. I know it's a lot to, it's a lot, but it's worth it. It's worth it to do this work. It's worth it to commit to yourself. It's worth it to pay attention to what you're thinking. And it's worth it to sit down and take the time to decide what it is you want. And there's a million ways to do that. You can go to createwhatyouspeak.com at my Create What You Speak Academy. I have several ways, several tools that you can do that, make it very easy. 33 Days of Magic is probably the one that I would suggest that you go with if you're interested in, in doing this for yourself, because you get clear about what you want. It helps you get that clarity. And without the clarity, we're just floating around 
around in the chaos and letting the chaos decide where we go each day. And if you've lived that way for any part of your life, you'll know that that's no way to live, that there's a, you can experience your life in a different way. And it's, it's, it's totally worth it. So, uh, all right. So that's it for this week on this topic of having what you want, but not being able to see it. Um, I would love to know your thoughts on this. You can email me Sloan Fremont at pm.me. Remember social media is in the show notes. If we're not connected on there, let's get connected today and leave a comment on my social media. If you have questions, if you agree with me, if you disagree with me, if you've had an experience in your life about this, I would love to hear it. I would love for you to share it with me. Uh, you can definitely share it in the telegram channel. There's, there's a chat in there. So it makes it really easy to, to, um, put your comments in there. So other than that, uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week. So again, be sure and stay tuned next week when I talk with the authors of Typhoon Honey. Uh, if you have other authors you would like to, me to bring on the show, please feel free to reach out to me. Let me know. Let me know what questions you have. Um, I'm always, I'm always listening. All right. That's it. You've been listening to the Create What You Speak podcast brought to you by webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and your favorite podcasting platform. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join me for the next episode of the Create What You Speak podcast, where we will continue to free our minds, expand our consciousness, and untangle those thoughts and patterns that keep us from living the life we desire. Check out my website, sloanfremont.com, to learn more. <laughs>